0: This episode of EU for Cereals contains some graphic content and sensitive subject matter that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Are you for cereals?
2: Creepy
1: <laughs> Hollars! Welcome to our creepy-side. creepy side. So- creepy side.
2: Creepy side. So- creepy
0: side. Creepy side. Creepy side. Creepy side. Creepy. Creepy. Creepy side. Creepy. Creepy. Creepy, creepy
2: side. So- 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 Another <laughs> reason for you to shit your pants. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Except I'm gonna make y'all shit your pants.
2: Nancy's going to blame it on you again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For anyone that isn't up to date, Jackie <laughs> let out one big ripper. Let it I go. Said, let, let it go. go. And they tried to pin it on me.
2: Double you tell did like it. Us. It's I'm three sure if you
3: stood up, the evidence would be there. <laughs> Just, Just because saying. you weren't there to defend yourself
0: doesn't make it right to blame it on me. I, I
2: think it was the funniest part <laughs> was that, like, Nads got up and she did it as she was walking away. So he's like, she fun. tried to.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all full of shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it's,
2: it. No, it was, it was yeah, it was funny. I'll, I'll give you that, Nads. That was a good one.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah. Look, if I was going to do it, I would own it. <laughs> that one wasn't mine. You would know.
2: <laughs> Can I smell it from here.
0: Probably. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, everyone I in the nightclub smelled her the other night, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh ah. who wants to go first? I am not
2: we're just right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're telling a bunch of creepy stories, life experiences, yeah.
3: Well,
1: yeah, um, I have I have actually found a Reddit story that I want to read. I I can go
3: first if you guys want. I feel very suspicious of today.
2: Ooh. What? Oh man, there's a fucking ghost. It's eating me. Ah. <laughs> <What the
3: fuck? laughs>
1: <laughs> are you okay what is in that fucking drink bottle and what kind of drink bottle is that anyway
2: oh this is a shaker cup and it's oh. anime titties
1: oh okay perfect a man
2: of culture yeah All right.
1: absolutely um
0: yeah.
1: so this story is actually about alien abductions which nadine has a bit of experience with
0: just a quick question hey. why aren't you wearing your shirts you had a day to wash
3: them
2: oh mine's over there
0: rude
3: because i'm not wearing a bra me neither me neither neither. (laughs) these titties are flying (laughs) but i can conceal it better under the jumper
0: (laughs) oh yeah that's why i've got my black cardigan yeah i don't care they're just everywhere
2: (laughs) (laughs) well the, the thing about it being a camera is you can frame it so so no one sees the titties that's true I could go completely shirtless. I might not be wearing pants. went over
3: the
0: show is. And if you do want to see the titties, it's $50 a, prescri- a subscription. A prescription? <laughs> a prescription. <laughs>
2: could you just imagine you go to the doctor? I haven't been feeling well, mate. When's the I last don't... time you got bitches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Describe is the as boobers.
1: <laughs> need something Everyone's to take the like... edge off. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. Just
2: imagine getting a doctor's note for work. <laughs> I mean, like, so he has um, been to. Dis- like, prescribed a lap dance. <laughs> um, he's gonna have Sorry, boss.
3: Oh my God. This is Dr. I'm asking for a friend. Oh, well, about 100 years ago,
0: that wasn't uncommon when women were diagnosed with hysteria. The treatment oh, was an orgasm. Yeah, true. So, you oh, well, it makes too everyone feel off. better. That's true.
3: Hey. Well, I don't think they were mad about it.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't think so either. I was just about to say, if I was diagnosed with hysteria, I'd be quite happy with orgasms all the time as treatment. So. I think that was the
3: whole thing, wasn't it? They're all like, oh, we're all hysteric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you out. just
2: imagine like <laughs> trying to like in the middle of your treatment? How are you doing? I'm taking my medicine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you feel? Oh, I think mm, just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Look, the talk, left. it's still here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how that was the treatment for women who can multiple orgasm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well most women. Some women. I don't know about
2: most women.
0: Anyway, From my let experience,
2: us- women don't orgasm, okay, <laughs> guys. Let's
0: because <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know where the fuck to find it.
2: <laughs> find what? The vagina.
3: <laughs>
2: it's in, it's in the armpit, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So why you need mm. core strength so you can hold yourself like oh the arms God. up.
0: Did you see the video that I sent to the group chat the other day where the guy was like, <laughs> the guy, the guy is like, oh, yeah, so we can definitely tell when it's real because we can feel the muscles clenching, blah, blah, blah. And the chick cuts in and goes, who's going to tell him?
3: <laughs>
0: I don't get it. <laughs> who's going to tell him? Who's going to tell you? I don't get it. Women can make that happen intentionally if. Oh, right. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha! Oh, oh my God, I was like,
3: Googles, is this real?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: how did I know that? And didn't.
0: I have no idea. What? No, I knew it. I want to know, Jordan. How do guys fake it?
2: Oh, usually, um, the lights are off, and um, when I start crying, I just say, "Look, it's done." <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Oh
2: my what um, makes it awkward Is I'm actually alone When that happens as well <laughs> I, Sex is like a walk You know <laughs> Having someone with you Is fun But when you're alone You can really get the work done
3: oh, I don't okay. even know What
0: started that spiral But that was epic
3: I know Nothing really needs To start our spirals <laughs> Jesus
0: Alright Do you want to tell your story now Sorry God. Oh, do you know sorry. what that came from? The fucking the shirts. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> yeah, you know, our shirts are conversation starters, so um, when they're out, get some.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually right. had a few people ask, sorry.
2: <laughs> I'ma <gonna laughs> let you finish. <laughs> I'ma let you
3: finish. Yeah, they
0: about.
2: I've had a about two people. Yes, yeah, um my people. response was um, no.
0: No, what, they can't have a shirt. Yeah. No, do they fa- do want a they shirt. They absolutely can have a shirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was funny because now they're still asking they're like, come on or what not, fuck off.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is my shirt, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. Tell us yeah. Tell us the story. Let's go. Let's do this, bitch. Aliens. Ooh. Aliens. Is this Aliens. like I'm blue,
0: dubba da? <laughs> no, but um, <gasps> Shut the front door. What? It's not Shut open. The front door. Wicked is coming back to Perth. Oh.
1: oh, she does this all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the fire? What's going
2: on? Is the world Wicked's ending? coming to Perth. Okay. I hope,
1: you're happy. To I, hope I hope
2: you're, you're happy. happy <laughs> I hope you're happy
1: now. I hope you're happy how you've hurt your cause forever I hope you think you're clever I I hope hope you're happy happy. I hope you're happy too I I hope hope you're proud how you would grovel in submission to to feed your your own own ambition ambition. so though I I can't can't imagine how
0: I hope we just lost
3: know. all of our subscribers. <laughs> That's it. It's done. Right. Yeah. It, <laughs> it actually sounded pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but we lost all of our subscribers, well done. <laughs>
1: um well, we may we may have lost your sister earlier because I didn't go out and say hello.
3: Yeah, oh she said to say, tell Kara, I said rude. <laughs> <laughs> Every time
2: I walked into office to get Kara, she was like on the phone. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's today. like she wants to keep working. At the God. end of this podcast, I have to share a story that my nephew told me to tell on the podcast, even though they really shouldn't be listening to it. But
2: I Oh, no, um, I, I heard um, uh, your sister. She will, like, listen to it, I think, and then get the ones that are appropriate for the children.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz
2: she was like yes. they listen I'm like oh really? She's like only certain me I'm like oh, thank God. yeah. <laughs> Cuz frankly the start of this whole podcast they cannot even know it about huh.
3: <laughs> Yeah. we'll time stamp it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. please tell your story. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: sure. Um okay. So, I'm reading this completely blind. If it's really inappropriate, I'm very very sorry. But it comes from the Reddit um of like the no sleep he read it um it was posted two years ago by <laughs> fuck me i don't know how to say this name u slash b3 l i a l six 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 the alien yes yes it could be an alien language <laughs> okay so i'm just gonna read it as is yes okay i've had to rewrite this like a million times over the last few days to get it to make sense for you guys the first time it was like a person who escaped from an insane asylum had created an account for reddit and violently mashed their keyboard i've managed to calm myself down a bit now so hopefully i can break this all down and make it sound not so insane i hope this all makes sense just a bit of background i've been a loner without much of a social life throughout most of my adult life what are you looking at
0: i'm already confused after the first paragraph
1: (laughs) As such, I've been the sort of guy that hasn't really learned or gotten used to talking to people about my problems. At least not IRL. I don't know what IRL means. In real life. In
3: real life. (laughs) Fuck you.
1: I suffer from mental health problems that hit a bad point about four or five years ago. I tried just hoping they'd go away for a while, but about two years ago, I started to really try and change my lifestyle so I could focus on beating my mental health issues. I've been doing a lot of healthy eating and exercising. I've also poured out all the alcohol I had in my apartment and cancelled my online gaming subscription. Sorry. What a fucking moron. Don't cancel your gaming subscription. What's the point? Yeah, and if you're, you're going to pour... Not share your alcohol. Thing?
2: Yeah, if what you're going to pour it out, pour it in a glass and finish it. That shit's expensive.
1: Right. I even cancelled my Netflix account and I put a porn blocker on my computer, basically trying to remove all the addicting distractions. But the main thing that's helped me is meditation and consciousness work.
0: Sorry, did he say
3: masturbation?
0: Meditation. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Meditation. (laughs) As well as getting out into nature, I spend a lot more time outside. It can be quite interesting what you find if you just head out your house one day with a backpack and just wander off in a certain direction or instead just find a rural area and go adventuring out in the middle of nowhere. I've bumped into people having sex, smoking weed and god knows what else, and even found an abandoned car once that looked like it had been there for years. Nature looked like it had gradually reclaimed it as part of itself. Finding stuff like that really helped bring my depressed and anxious mind back to the present moment and made me feel motivated to do something. Even if it's just finding something amusing like used condom wrappers randomly about two to three miles away from civilization. Anyway, let's get to the point as to why I'm sharing this shit. Bear in mind I've not spoken to anyone really since this all happened. I can't. Last week I was basically out hiking in a quite rural area. I came to the edge of a forested area and was blessed with amazing views of fields that seemed to go on forever. It was jaw dropping really. It's the sort of stuff that makes you feel euphoric and it's the sort of stuff most people miss out on because they think they've seen it all in wildlife documentaries and HD photos, but there's a big difference between pixels on a screen and the real thing, trust me. I decided that this would be a fantastic place to meditate, not masturbate. (laughs) <laughs> imagine that's what it says.
3: Um, is that actually what it says
1: no no it says i decided this would be a fantastic place to meditate so i sit down legs crossed back straight i take a swig of water and then i focus on my breath part of the way through i start feeling weird parts of my brain started to feel like they were swelling up against my skull I opened my eyes and noticed growing static, like the black and white static on a TV screen. I started to notice my heart racing, but decided to remember the lessons from my meditation sessions and decided to remain calm and just wait for it to pass. But the static was growing and growing, and eventually I couldn't stop myself from starting to panic. It wasn't long before my eyes were consumed by the static, and then all of a sudden, my sense of hearing died. I was blind and deaf. At that moment, I had nothing other than the static in my vision, no sound, and a strange feeling of my body no longer being in contact with the ground, like I was floating. There are gaps in my memory, so I can only recall parts of what happened after. At times, I felt like I was only experiencing one sense perception at a time. I was conscious of it, but I couldn't do anything. I also had experiences where I felt like I had no sense of who I was at all, just a feeling and an awareness of a feeling. It was so bizarre. Like feelings happening for no one except awareness itself. I was conscious, but not experiencing anything through the senses except specific feelings from time to time. Like there was nothingness. Then only certain feelings fading in and out of that nothingness. I felt pain in my ribs, stomach, rectum, and a searing pain <laughs> in my mouth at one point. Honestly, you and fucking arseholes.
2: Now, I get it though, because if he was masturbating, my arse would be sore as well. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Some you sometimes you just get
2: it? You just nah. slip a finger in there to see what it feels like.
0: Guys, oh, oh. G spots in their ass. What? Yeah,
1: I felt pain in my ribs, stomach, rectum, and a serum pain in my mouth at one point. But the most strange part was, at times, I felt like there was something with me, and whenever it was with me, I felt a strange mixture of zen and fear together. I got the sense of an immense and terrifying presence, but at the same time I didn't want to resist because of a near euphoric peace that coupled with the terror. I can't fully describe it, at times I felt it right next to me and if I tried to strain to look the static would return. Imagine just being in front of a giant TV with the creepy static playing and that's all you can see, but at the same time there's something on the other side of the static, Sometimes. I'd hear strange, terrifying noises coming from whatever it was that lay behind the static. And whatever it was, it didn't sound human. I felt incredibly vulnerable. Like words cannot describe the closest thing I could describe the feeling as. If you're in an overcrowded pool while the wave machines are on, and you unfortunately sink to the bottom, and you're trapped underneath everyone, and it's just so crowded you can't even move or fight your way back to the surface, you're submerged and paralyzed. I'd feel it near me, and then I'd feel the pains again and the absolute dread, and then I'd feel the zen peace that it made me want to not resist and let it be. I could sometimes hear things moving around, but the static stopped me from seeing what was there, and I couldn't move an inch, I couldn't even scream when the pain started again. Then everything went blank. I eventually woke up, and the first thing I recalled was a massive headache, and I was really thirsty. I also noticed a sharp pain in my mouth again, two of my damn teeth were missing. I also noticed, what? as comical as it may sound, like I felt like I'd shat bricks. <laughs> <laughs> My asshole was extremely sore. <laughs> Happens to the best of us.
2: I told you he was having a wank. I thought it was weird <laughs> at T, but
0: then the arsehole
1: happened. <laughs> Sorry if this is TMI for some people, but I need somewhere to vent this. My packed snacks and water were gone, as well as my phone, but strangely my backpack was lying about 10 feet away from me and my wallet was still in my pocket. I didn't really move for a good 10 minutes, just trying to regain my mental grasp on the present moment. Then I got a massive jolt of anxiety. I suddenly felt terrified and I got the feeling like I was being watched. It wasn't pitch black yet, but it was getting dark. Several hours must have passed. I was in the middle of a massive field, and I had a pretty much clear visibility on each side, but I couldn't shake the feeling like I wasn't by myself. I just wanted to run home, but I didn't know which direction to go in. Long story short, I eventually managed to find the road, and following it, I, to my relief, started to notice road signs directing me to a town I recognised. So I only ended up being about 10 miles away from my hometown.
0: Only? 10 miles is a long way. Yeah. That's like, what, 20 k's?
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. I managed to get a taxi home. Needless to say, I didn't get any sleep that night. I spent all night and the day after lying in bed or in my shower worrying and trying to recall what happened and make sense of it all. I began remembering things in flashbacks. I tried to piece everything together and think of an explanation that made the most sense. Then a terrifying thought occurred to me. My brain made the connection between the feeling of floating and the pains and the strange parts of my body. Alien abduction? Probing is something that people commonly claim they've experienced while being abducted. What else explains this along with the feeling of floating from the ground? What about the inhuman noises? Could they have just been a result of distorted sense perceptions? Or just like the static? Were they real sounds coming from whatever it was? What about the strange mixture of emotions together? How could any earthly experience possibly explain all this crap together? I don't get it. And why take my food and water and my phone, but leave my wallet and my bag with all my stuff in it? A robbery doesn't make sense. My phone is a crappy Nokia.
0: Wait, sorry. All of his personal belongings and snacks and phone and everything was gone, and he says it wasn't a robbery.
2: (laughs) Also, how do you pay for the taxi?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I don't know. My phone is a crappy Nokia. I basically refused to upgrade to a smartphone because I thought it was a waste of money since i basically no social life. My Nokia was cheap and it did everything I needed for nothing. I don't know much about the Find My iPhone types of services that one could usually utilize to find their lost devices. My Nokia didn't even have an internet connection or anything. It's really quite an old phone and I doubt there's such a thing for a phone like that. If I do get a new phone with a new number, I may try ringing my old phone one day, but the thought of what may answer makes me feel like I should just cut my losses. I don't think I'm going to be comfortable going anywhere rural for a long time, and this was the last thing I fucking needed with my mental health issues being the way they are. P.S. I'm not on any goddamn drugs before anyone says anything. (laughs) I also know some of you are maybe hyper-rational and don't take kindly to spiritual stuff like meditation, but I don't think the meditation did this. How could it? Millions of people meditate, and it never produces these sorts of side effects. At least... I'm- Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> and it never produces these sorts of side effects. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> it never produces these sorts of side effects. At least I've never heard of it producing this sort of effect. <laughs> P.P.S. I've never suffered from anything like schizophrenia before. I suffered simply from depression and anxiety and OCD. Nothing else that I'm aware of. I never experienced anything like this before. I have to go back to work next week. I don't know if I'll be able to handle all the asshole customers with this shit on my mind. Wow. And
0: that's it. Hectic. Crazy. I wonder what the hell happened. Mm.
2: Yeah, but have you guys ever had like a similar kind of thing happen where you just, without They're alcohol,
1: abducted by
0: aliens?
2: No, no, I but know. you know when you're, I like, know. doing something and then when you wake up...
3: <laughs> I
0: miss what Nad
2: like, said. Huh?
3: I miss what Nad said.
2: Nadine, please share. I
3: said, I've been abducted by aliens. What?
2: <laughs> Never mind, please share.
3: No, carry on? That's why no, I no, said no. at the
1: beginning. Nadine knows all about this.
3: Yeah. Do yeah, tell. Yeah. Okay, look. So the story goes one night. (laughs) um, (laughs) So I used to have really weird things with sleep. So we talked about doing sleep paralysis episode. We never did that. But on that note, I did used to suffer from sleep paralysis. So technically it could be that, but there was additional information that made me think that it was definitely aliens. So one night I was asleep um, and so I was I was asleep on my stomach and like I remember hearing like this like like this like heavy <laughs> you want to do it again <laughs> this like really heavy heavy noise like like it was just loud like it was just so so loud and I'm like a
2: late, like a loud bass
3: yeah kind of like mm. that yeah. um and I basically the next thing that I remember is I couldn't breathe and I actually woke up gasping for air. So that all of that can just be sleep paralysis. Right. But the next day I woke up and on my hand, I had this strange, it looked like a little cut and then there was like this orange kind of stain around it. And I thought that's weird. I must've, you know, maybe it was just, something that I ate the night before or maybe I, like, touched something or maybe I accidentally cut myself and it was bleeding, that mark stained for weeks and weeks and weeks. It didn't go away, and there was this tiny little incision. So to my alien friends, if you're listening, I know what you did. (laughs) (laughs) But legit, I was convinced that I had been abducted by aliens. That was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, right. Just like even just waking up, doing that, like gasping for air and then just hearing, like, I don't know how to explain. It was like a real heavy humming. That's probably the the best way to explain it.
0: Did you, so when you got up and you gasped for breath, is that when you noticed your hand or did you gasp for a breath? I
3: just gasped. I gasped for air. That's all I know. And then, yeah, I woke up. But then another time, um... In that same house, actually, um, I went to sleep. It was the middle of winter. I went to sleep wearing pants. <laughs> and I woke up, I wasn't wearing pants.
2: <laughs> Did you find the pants?
3: Yeah.
0: I do that a lot in summer. Like I'll go to bed wearing pants, and I'll wake up the next morning, and I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> really funny when you get hot in the
1: night. Uh, I, I <laughs> thought you were going to make a <laughs> joke just
0: Because <laughs> I literally, I strip off in my sleep, and I don't remember it. Yeah, oh,
1: sometimes no, but, I strip you off as well. Huh? Huh?
3: Um, what did you say?
1: I think
3: mean, she's being a seedy motherfucker. She said sometimes she, she strips you off as well.
0: Of she does. Get it,
2: girl. Get it. Get it. Get it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of um off, stripping off in in your sleep.
2: Is this Uh, where we announce our OnlyFans?
0: No, but I've got (laughs) I've got a very interesting topic that I want to discuss. Yes. If that's okay. Who's heard of um spectrophilia?
3: Spectrophilia. It's some sort of kink, I'm gonna say.
0: Does anyone want to hazard a guess as to what it is?
3: Spectrophilia. Is that the thing where
2: people like being woken up by sex?
0: No. (laughs) Spectrophilia is a fetish that is classified as the paraphilia in which one is attracted to ghosts or spirits. Spectrophiliacs fantasise about ghosts and often imagine scenarios involving sexual events between themselves or others and spirits. Um, I have
2: a, I have a movie about this.
0: Yeah. It's also used yeah. to refer to, um, purported incidents of sexual interactions between humans and ghosts or spirits. So yeah,
2: the, the movie called, um, it's an old horror movie. It's, um, gets trigger warning. It's not, uh, consensual, but yeah, it's, a, uh, it's yeah. called the entity.
0: I, Yeah, I was going to put a trigger warning before this because quite a lot of the interactions um, are non-consensual. Oh, my God. If that's. So I I am going to put, yeah, a trigger warning. Um, Jesus. If you don't want to hear any more, please skip ahead about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Five Um, hours later.
3: (laughs) Just just scroll until you hear us laughing again. You'll know it's done.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is from Wikipedia. So accounts of paranormal encounters with ghosts and spirits frequently include sexual encounters, which are often described as being non consensual or unpleasant. Many traditional ghost stories and legends include some element of uh, some element of seduction or temptation. Despite the lack of scientific evidence for the phenomenon of spectrophilia, it has become frequently talked about (laughs) subject among one of our favourites, ghost adventures um we want answers we want answers answers. answers. (laughs) online forums also contributed to the belief that sexual encounters with ghosts as well as the idea that they were not necessarily harmful so i was like okay online forums where do we go to spiral for online forums reddit reddit Reddit. Reddit. yeah
2: (laughs) a friend of the show
0: yeah So this is the, uh, from the subreddit, uh, paranormal. And so I started reading and I was like, this is really interesting. So these people have, um, like just posted about their experiences with spectrophilia. Some accounts are like, you can tell that the person's uncomfortable, but then some accounts are like, Oh my God, it's opened my eyes to a whole new world. Like it's really interesting to see how people react to it. So, Um, I'm just going to read a couple if that's okay. So this is from, uh, gullible leading 226. She says, or sorry, they say this happened around 2019. And I think I still think about it to this day. I can't make sense of it. I was in my room, sitting on my bed, doing nothing in particular. I felt a presence begin to have sex with me. I was confused and thought maybe since I had a crush in my thoughts that maybe I'd imagined it but there was no way I would feel something this visceral. This was phantom dick. <laughs> it was nothing like I'd ever felt before and it felt amazing. I climaxed very soon and then that was that. It left. It looked up and apparently this isn't totally uncommon. Kesha spoke about it and Lucy Lou and had, uh, Lucy Liu had similar experiences to mine. Are there any others who have had these sexual encounters with these spirits? And there are many replies. We all looked so
3: shocked. <laughs> That's enough internet for today.
2: <laughs> no, like... I just, I guess it's easy to find, like, the G-spot or the the clit if you're, like, just going through the body.
3: Very valid points. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah.
1: just love the, the spectral cock. This was phantom dick.
2: That sounds like a crime-fighting toy.
1: (laughs) 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 Special cock
2: with a phantom dick. Save the day again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Okay, so Blueberry Woods responded to this and they say, this happened to me too. I've been desperately looking for people to talk to about this since I bottled it all up in fear of looking crazy. It first happened to me sometime in December, 2020. The weird part is that I had my clothes on and yet still felt like I was having intercourse. It felt really good. So I let it happen and encouraged the spirit to keep on returning. It used to happen once a week, then three times a week, four, five, and then finally it became almost an everyday thing minus my period days.
2: Oh, that makes nice.
0: sense. Yeah, you wouldn't have wow. blood on it, would you?
2: <laughs> just, just imagine, just like a floating bit of blood, like dripping oh, out.
0: No, Ew. Wow. Oh, I can see you now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's, that's too Imagine
2: much. You, you just like have like a packet of flour next to your bed, just in case you want to see it. <laughs> it's like, Find the wet star. spots. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. oh. <laughs>
0: I don't know, at least you'd never be left
1: in the wet patch of the bed
0: oh god um <laughs> they continue on to say this caused me a lot of stress because it got to the point that he wouldn't let me sleep it exhausted me a lot and i started it, it exhausted me a lot and started being terrifying I started to wonder if I was really imagining it all and will end up in a psychiatric hospital. I looked up to see if anyone else is dealing with a similar case and there was (laughs) the only solution was to actively avoid engaging until the spirit decides to move on. It took a couple of days, but it did work out in the end. I've never messed with spirits since what a fuck boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) This one was interesting. So User pee my booty said. <laughs> user user pee my booty. <laughs> I
2: right. fucking love Reddit because it goes into like serious topics and I'll be like, "Yeah, so has anybody witnessed a murder?" <laughs> Jizz on my <laughs> face responded <with>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um. So this person said, "I've been searching for other people to discuss this with since it happened to me about two months ago." It was absolutely real and the first time I ever expelled feminine fluids. My eyes were all watery and I've only experienced it two times to completion. But it's always so intimate and affirming. It's opened my eyes to a whole new world I never thought was real.
3: Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, just
2: imagine. I shouldn't like,
0: laugh because this is a genuine thing. Like, yeah, it's I a know. genuine thing.
2: But, like, if you really, like, you're in the mood one day, it's like, oh, I don't have anyone around. I'm gonna get out the Ouija board, talk to this fucker, see if he's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let me ask you this. If you're with someone and you have sex with a ghost, is that cheating?
0: Yes.
3: Asking for a friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no. well, I would, I, I mean, look, if it's one of these ones okay. that is coming in non-consensually like these people are describing, then that's just outright rape. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That,
2: that's fucked up. But you and your partner talk about it. Exactly. Be like, hey.
3: Polyamorous guys. <laughs> <ghosts>. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> just, just imagine, you have the conversation, you're like, but I don't feel comfortable with anyone because we did get feelings. Fucking. Oh. I don't know, old man Jenkins comes in. He's like, have I got a dick for you?
0: (laughs) I feel like we're really teetering on a grey area right now. (laughs) Like, we're really going to piss people off or people are going to find this funny as well. I don't think there's going to be an in-between. Oh,
1: look, we're going to piss people off anyway, so fuck it.
0: I don't mean to offend anyone if anyone is listening. No,
1: we never mean to offend anyone, but you're always going to offend someone with something you say, so. True
2: Are we going to offend someone talking about a consensual three-way with a ghost?
1: Well, I think that's, <laughs> I I think that's what? What are referring to? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, like I feel like because it's a genuine, it's a genuine fetish. I mean, some would call it a kink chain? an illness, but. I don't want to upset anyone if people are suffering from this. But also, I want to make it valid and say, yes, it is a thing that obviously people experience. Each to their
1: own. You can't get away from the fact that it's a bit fucking funny, though.
0: It's hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to offend anyone.
3: I support spectrophilia a hell of a lot more than I do scat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: I think it's one of those scenes where it's like, obviously, the people who... who Say so they've experienced this and like have a traumatic thing to them, like that honestly sucks. Yeah, that that's that's really sad. But then, like, if you're in it for a good time,
0: I mean, these people I re- just read, they're like, oh my god, it's a whole new world out there. Like, yeah, and, then and body, they're, they're finishing in ways that they never finished before. Like, just how-
2: coming like Reagan on The Exorcist when she vomits just. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And hey, like going off what Nad said, like consensual, as long as it's consensual, yep. you could incorporate both of them and have a brown ghost. Why not? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could incorporate both and have a brown ghost.
3: I didn't get it. Oh,
2: Chit shower Nads.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> at least the ghost was won't get sick of the of the gap. gap.
3: <laughs> oh my God,
2: Casper kissed someone. What? Oh, in the you seen the Casper like oh, the live yeah. action movie? Yeah, would that like? Oh, that's, that's where when, it started. That's yeah, when
0: Cas- <laughs> that's
3: when Casper. He was a pretty cute ghost. I would yeah, have gone there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mads, he's a child.
3: I would have given him a go. <laughs> he was Mads, literally a child.
2: He's a, he's a child.
3: Okay, when I was a child. I haven't watched Casper in years. Now the uncles can get it, right? Oh.
2: Wow. But, yeah. So that's a thing. He was. He was,
3: was. I mean, a
2: flying he sperm.
3: He was. <laughs> 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 yeah. He was. Oh, <laughs>
2: Mm. Yes. All right. Um, so so what should I start? Should I start with a monk town?
1: Yeah, tell us about monk town.
2: Okay, so me and um good friend of mine, let's call him old mate.
1: <laughs> old mate Ben. <laughs>
3: okay, well
2: Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um we we got bored, so we're like, let's go out one night. He's like, Yeah. So he picks me up. And how far do we want to go? Oh, I don't know. Wherever the night takes us. He goes, let's go to this really old monk town two hours away. And I said, yes, that sounds amazing. So we went and it was actually like, I will say really fucking cool. Like it was generally interesting to be there. Um, There's monks living there um, in this cathedral like Like, sanctuary. Yep. Wow. So, um, we, I will say we were respectful firstly, like, um, we didn't go in to any places that said no people beyond this point, no trespassing. Um, we were very quiet. They were building like a building where it was actually the only light. It was one single hallway. That was probably about five meters with a little dimming flickering light. So let, let's paint a picture. How a fucking creepy.
3: <laughs> I've seen this one. Ghost. What is it called? Ghost Adventurers.
2: Oh yeah, it did. Like it feels like the most. Stereotypical... It was an
3: episode like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Um, it was generally like a really creepy but very interesting place to be, and um, a lot of very dark history happened there as well. So yeah, we were like. Reading about the history of the place, um, there's a bunch of information signs, uh, some metal plaques up with it. But yeah, I can't, I can't speak for my friend. But knowing um, somewhat of the history that happened, there is, I think, just an inherent heaviness to the place. It was very creepy, and it could have just been me knowing some of the history of what happened there beforehand. So it just, it felt dense and heavy. So when we were driving along this very, just off the road, this little dirt road thing, um, and this, I, I don't like to, I, I will put a mention one is One of my favorite things to do is scare people. <laughs> um, it's very, if you know me and we go somewhere at night, I genuinely I, I do love scaring people it's one of my favorite no, wait, things everyone, to do
3: I'm stressed I need to take a break I can't I really <laughs> I wait, I'm really we're, we're talking about Jordan's room not yours I feel, like, I feel like you're gonna do something and scare me I no, swear no, to I, god I'm thinking across,
2: I won't because this shit I, um, I actually I, I was just about to say
3: Jordan's background
2: my
0: uh-huh. background what do you call this
2: Pinky.
0: A microwave. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Sorry, Jordan. Jordan. No, I, I don't
2: like to, with stuff like this, I'll, this would be something I never, like, scare people on because I feel like once, and with me being a person who loves to scare the fuck out of people, if I scare someone with this when shit actually does happen or I I think I experience some shit, it's not going to be believable. yeah. No. So I don't like to play up or scare people with shit like this. So we were driving on this this little path road right area and out of the corner of my eye, there's this like shadow figure thing that like does a quick dart through the road. <laughs> and I was, um I told my friend, he's like, what? He's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> he's like, no, what? Tell me, tell me, go on, tell me. I'm like, oh, nah, it's good. He's like, "No, nah, just tell me. I was like, you're not going to believe me about shit like this. And he was like, no, no, I will. So I was like, all right, this happened. And he knew I wasn't lying because of what I just said and because of my reaction to it. Because it it wasn't, like, scary. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, so that creeped me the fuck out. So I feel like there's just a lot of stories that everyone has a like little experience. That's kind of a little entree into, I guess, the stories I'm going to share tonight.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Nadine. When we finish recording you you should probably play some spongebob
3: definitely
2: but yeah so i won't like joke about stuff but that that generally freaked me out seeing like a figure go across the road and it just kind of yeah not as scary as in oh what the fuck. it was just like that was very creepy because there was there was just something about it that stuck with me and i haven't been able to get it out of my head for like two weeks now wow but, yeah, um, as a kid growing up at home, we, we did have a lot of shit happen. A little short story was um, in our second house we lived in. Mum was uh, downstairs on the couch. Mm. And it was two-story, and where the couch was, was like the lounge room here, and literally next to it was the uh, stairs. So they were kind of connected, and mum kept hearing like a...
1: Oh Fuck. no! Like no. a lot
2: going up and down the stairs, and she kept hearing it oh, for a that's while. That's
1: giving me the creeps now.
2: Yeah, she kept hearing it for a while until she goes like, "Jordan, go to bed," like just like that because she thought I was just fucking around. Because my my sister, I think my sister was down either downstairs with her, or she was asleep and not a little shit like I was as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, she kept being that. So apparently she went to check on me, and I was just like, obviously fast asleep in my room. Oh and God, that, that scared the fuck out of her. But he's um he's one that happened.
3: Was it, was it yeah? Santa Claus?
2: No, no, it wasn't, Madge.
1: Oh, my God. Don't even talk about Santa Claus.
3: Oh, yeah. You're fucking terrifying.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's really... a common
2: thing, though.
3: We should I... do a whole episode on the uncanny valley. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> so as a kid, um, there was just, we, I used to sleep in the lounge room with my mum because my mum hated the feeling of being in her room just from creepy shit. Mm. And it was it was like an immense scare that I would, like, have <laughs> even gone in her room to get something. Oh, and wow. it was all the way at the other end of the house. Like, I just, I was fucking petrified of this room as a kid.
0: It's like um, us in the old Wellard house. We used to be so scared of walking down that back hallway on our own. Yeah. Especially at night, you just couldn't <laughs> do it.
2: You can't understand or perceive, like, the feeling and it's so hard to articulate Mm. because you do like, you do generally just sound crazy. And I know I sound crazy and I know I am crazy, but this isn't like a (laughs) thing that I like to fuck around or joke about. So we're in the lounge room and uh, this is at the other house now. It's all quiet. We're watching honestly probably Scooby-Doo (laughs) because that that was like a popular late night show. Mom absolutely adores Scooby-Doo. (laughs) so we're watching that and there's just like the loudest little slam oh no and it's a pantry door kind of thing like so It's just a very quick slam shot at the kitchen area and we both like wake the fuck up and we think it's my sister at the time and a similar thing we're calling out and she was like in bed knocked out And um later it was either that same night or later that night, my mum told me quite a while after that she woke up and um she was petrified because she saw like a suited figure in the kitchen just like Mm -hmm. looking at us.
0: Wow, what the hell? So obviously you guys know that I used to work in a nursing home for quite a long time. Yeah. And you know, I've dealt with death and dying of you know, it's normal for me. It doesn't scare me or anything like that. Um, we used to have this, this gentleman, um, I'm going to keep his name private just for the sake of the family, just in case. But, um, he was notorious for, cause I used to do night shift a lot and quite often you dealt with like weird stuff and a lot of death and stuff happened at night, but in the middle of the night, he quite often used to, so we used to put their call bell, you know, to call us, you know, when they needed something sort of like in their hand or next to their hand or on the table next to them or whatever, whatever they preferred. But this bloke absolutely used to point blank, just refuse to use his call bell. Instead, he would rather grab his walking stick and slam on the heart table. You know the heart, like the tables that
2: are- Um,
0: (laughs) The ones that go over the beds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine a wooden cane, just bang, 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 bang. That's how we used to get our attention, be like, sister, sister, nurse. of course we'd have to run down there. Anyway, this guy unfortunately passed away quite suddenly. Um, Like no one was expecting it. it Yeah. Cardiac arrest. I think it was in the end, just very sudden, very quick. I'm not even joking. Shortly after he passed away, I was in the main area folding laundry in the middle of the night when I was working with another nurse and we heard him banging his heart table in the middle of the night. And we absolutely freaked the fuck out because we'd only put him in the back of the, you know, the, the undertaker's car only a few days ago, like it was just crazy. And we freaked out. And there was another time when we were again folding laundry and this nursing home had like a set of stairs that went up into the office and it was closed by like a wooden gate that was latched so that residents couldn't go up and down those stairs that if they wanted to go up there, they needed to use the lift. Uh, we were in the lounge room one night and all of a sudden this gate opened and slammed shut all on its own and it was latched. That's... The yeah.
2: <laughs> I think one of the creepiest things to happen when I was home alone was uh, this is in that same house where the uh, pantry door in the kitchen stuff happened. I was just going to the, the bathroom next to my room. So there was like my room, the bathroom, then my sister's room and my sister had like a little ensuite in her room. And I hear like a, like a faucet kind of go like a, this on metal. So you like that.
0: Wow!
2: I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it sounded like someone just hit it with a metal object or some shit. So I go in there, I'm just looking around like, Oh, what's that? I'm like, I have no idea. And as soon as I like look up and walk away, like the faucet just goes full power in her shower and sink.
1: What the hell?
2: Yeah, so I like turned that off, fucking legged it out of there, and I just waited in the backyard for someone to come home because I was fucking freaked out.
1: Jeez, yeah. Do yeah.
3: not did... sleep over. I'm scared.
1: <laughs> 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 well, even yeah. even in this house, like just recently, I've had some weird experiences. There was this one mm. instance just recently. The most well, I think it was. last one that kind of happened here and nothing's happened for a long time like I don't feel like there's anything here at all currently but yeah recently I got home from work and it was winter so it was dark quite early it was definitely dark outside anyway so I was um sorting the dogs out basically just you know about to get dinner on and um I had been on the phone to Jack, who had told me that she was on her way home, but I knew she wasn't necessarily, something in me knew that she wasn't like close, close. I knew she was still going to be like 10 minutes or something. And anyway, so I'm like getting shit ready. And I hear the garage shopper's door entry, the door handle starts to shake. And I'm like, oh, fucking clients trying to get in. Cause that's just the way he tries to get in the door. Like he'll just stand there and shake the handle or something
2: silly. He's a kid.
0: He doesn't know how to fucking turn the actual handle. (laughs) 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 He just vibrates it open. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like a
1: knock and like someone's trying to get in the door. And I literally, like I walked up to the door and I went to put my hand on the handle and then I went, wait, Jack's not here. And if she was, she wouldn't come through the shopper's entry because I'm the one with the garage key. I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't open it and I just kind of stood there and I listened and I'm sure I could hear something. I definitely felt like there was something on the other side of the door. I'm sure I could hear something on the other side of the door, but I was just like, "I I don't know what to do. Like there's someone in the garden, like what the fuck? And so I phoned Jack and I was like, um, cause I Kai was in the car. I didn't want to like freak him out. So I was like, um, you know, when you get here, can you just like, make sure, you know, you stay in the car for a second. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just pulling up now. So I think I went around the front, opened the front door and opened the garage and yeah. I had like a baseball bat. Cause I was convinced that there was someone out there. I was I convinced remember someone had tried to get you telling
2: in. me the story the next day.
1: Yeah. And there was no one there.
0: The creepiest thing.
2: You were creeped out, genuinely.
1: I was really freaked
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. The creepiest thing that ever happened to us in the Wellard house, though, was when we sat there eating dinner one night, Mm. and I don't know. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about the fact that there might have been like a spirit or something in the house, or there was some sort of entity or energy or whatever it was. And I don't know if we tried to speak to it or what happened, but literally, we were sat there, and all of a sudden. It fucking growled at us and it wasn't just like, you know, something's, you know, a door slowly moved or whatever, it, it was, was right in front of us, yeah. it was a loud guttural growl.
1: Right next to us, Kai and Shat Briggs and we had to and kind of play it off like, even, oh, it was nothing.
0: Even at the dogs, I remember like going, what the fuck, yeah. like it was this, it was the creepiest thing.
1: That house was 100%
2: haunted.
0: I am sure there was someone living in that roof. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah. in that house where I was like, the one I'm talking about with the faucets and the kitchen shit, my dog wouldn't go in my mum's room. Oh, wow. And you, my dog's an asshole. He's getting zoomies. He'll go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, a bits. How yeah, sensitive
1: he, animals can be to that stuff. So.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was, um, I think she spoke to someone. And they're like, no, nah, it's not not the house. It's you. <laughs> I was like, huh?
1: But yeah, it
2: is. Because the reason I think they actually said to my mom, I was like the man in the suit, and Mum was like, "What? How how do you know that? Um, you you've seen the front of my house, you know the left garage. Yeah. So it was um, I was what about fifteen, sixteen, and we were in there, and we found some of um, my mum's nonna so my great nonna some of her stuff and my mum was incredibly close with her and so was my nonna like they were mm. so incredibly close um yeah so we're down there and as soon as they like start talking about her because they found herself like oh look at this I remember this the garage just closes us in oh no and we're like who has the control like stop being a dickhead I'm like no I, I don't have it so, so I like manually open the garage, and we go upstairs, and the control is in the hallway on the floor.
1: Oh, what the hell! That's yeah. fucking creepy.
2: That was that's like so weird. And we were just like, alrighty, that's um, yeah. Do you guys have any shit like growing up? I know, like Cara, you've lived around kind of the place. Like you've <laughs> you've done a lot of moving. So, uh, do you know yeah. what?
1: Like, yeah, I've got a fair bit actually from when I was a
0: kid. That's because you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're from London. <laughs> this
2: proper geezer comes up to me, right? He says, fucking boo. Next thing I know, shank the cunt, fucking water. <laughs> oh my Or <God. laughs> <laughs> well, nothing like that. But um,
1: there were a Pretty couple of houses, a <laughs> couple of houses that I lived in when I was a kid that I was 100%. sure something is going on and I don't know what I believe I don't know if I believe in spirits or like I don't know I don't fucking know anyway I'll tell you the story and you can decide for yourself so um the first one is in relation to Santa Claus which um yeah I actually I really struggle with uh anyone dressed up as Father Christmas in the supermarkets at as an adult even, Um, just because as a kid I had a, I don't know whether it was sleep paralysis or what, but I was sleeping, I was in the same room as my sister. I had the top bunk. And um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I had the top bunk and Christmas Eve, I remember being awake and this, I think it was a dude. I, I got really scared because I heard someone come into the room, but everyone was asleep. I knew everyone was asleep. I think it was a dude, and it, it it's dressed up as Santa Claus, basically. And all I remember seeing in the dark of the room was this red like hat and like the, the, the outfit like kind of climbing up and peeking over me. I couldn't really make out the face too much. It was just like a kind of generic face. Does that make sense? Like, you can't yeah. make out features. But it was definitely fucking Santa Claus. And I was shitting bricks. So I was just like, what the fuck is Santa Claus doing in my room?
0: Like, your presents.
1: I honestly thought he was going to like fucking murder me because I was still awake. <laughs> I, was you dead fucking, I was dead fucking scared. Motherfucker, I-
2: you were on the good list until this happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember closing my eyes really tight and thinking, if I just close my eyes, he'll go away, he'll go away, he won't be here when I open my eyes. And I opened my eyes and there was still like a, a glimmer of red next to me, like climbing up the thing of the bunk bed. And so I literally just put the covers over my head and closed my eyes as tight as I could. And it must have been hours that I just laid like that. And I couldn't oh, wow. hear anything. I couldn't see anything. See, that- and I must have fallen asleep because the next morning I was fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of... um. This isn't like a ghost story at all, but it's, um, for those was, you know, Wes Craven? Mm,
0: Yeah. So yeah,
2: um, Wes Craven, he's my favorite director filmmaker of all time. Um, rest his soul. He passed away in 2015. He created a nightmare on Elm Street, scream last house on the left. Mm -hmm. Um, a bunch like he, I don't know. He's to me, there's just no one, but I, I, I love him so much. <laughs> so the way he got the um part of the look for Freddy Krueger is when he was a kid um he was he was in his room and he was just like looking out the window and he saw this man under a street light and the man saw him and the man had the Freddy Krueger style hat on. Oh, wow. And this, for some reason, it sort of stuck with him and it scared him to pieces.
0: Did Naz raid her hand to ask question or did she was like... No, that was
3: just PTSD remembering. <laughs> like paralysis that I had with that hat and the scenario.
2: Oh, my God. Pim that because we're going in that after them. if you're comfortable. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so then... He was like, he was scared. So the man obviously saw him and he's like, This man must have just loved to scare people and children. <laughs> A pioneering his field, if you will. <laughs> um <laughs> and he would smile at him creepily and wave
3: uh. from
2: the street lamp. So he like hid underneath the window, like just immediately hid. And I think I think if I'm remembering right, when he popped up, that was when he was smiling. So he did it again, he popped up, and he was just gone. Oh wow! Thin air. So that's like the one of the inspiration behind my all-time favorite movie franchise, The Nightmare on Elm Street. Hmm. So yeah, that's really cool. That that reminded me of that story for some reason. Nads, you?
3: Oh, I was just saying, like so. For me, I've had a few, over the years, I've had like really weird things happen. Some have been just most likely sleep paralysis. Like I've literally had, yeah, I'm mean, going to just call it sleep paralysis because it's easier. But um, where I've woken up and seen, it's typically the same sort of figure. So I remember in the same house that I was talking about before with the alien abduction, I think there was something about the energy there maybe it was like an old burial ground. I really don't know, but, um, I would see in the corner of my room. Um, a lady like not, not even on the floor elevated in the, in the corner wearing all black, looking down. Um, so there was, there was points where I couldn't actually sleep in my room. So there was like quite often I used to, um, just go to sleep in the theater room because I felt safer. It was close to my parents' room and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, the energy in that house was so intense sometimes that, um, yeah, I remember one night going, walking to the kitchen. Okay, so I'm just going to rewind for a sec. My mum had a spiritual friend that she knew and um, it was was really weird. There was something about the energy in that house that I never – felt safe. Um, and I think, I think some of that can sometimes be to do with electricity and where energy fields come into play. I think that can actually, but like it just in general, like in a house, sometimes like if you're in, I don't know, I think, I think that like power can affect energy fields and stuff like that. I could be wrong. I'm not a professional. I'm making assumptions, but, Um, there was something in that house that just, yeah, used to irk me. And anyway, so mum had this person that she was kind of friends with who did like clairvoyancy and whatever. And she was talking to her about me and basically said that I'm very connected to the spiritual world. But if I'm not comfortable with it and if I'm not ready to deal with it, that I should just tell them to leave me alone. Um, basically. And like the whole thing was, I just, I would, I'd be walking and I would just feel behind me, like approaching me constantly. I would just keep like not hearing things. I wasn't hallucinating, but I would just feel the energy. I couldn't walk anywhere without feeling a constant Mm. presence. And, um, yeah, I remember one night I was walking into the, the kitchen to make a coffee at like Midnight. That's what I used to do. Um, and (laughs) I got right to the end of the kitchen, like I walked right the way in and I just like, I felt the energy just like so fast approach me. Like I can't use my words properly because I don't know what, how to describe it, but it was just like really intense, really came fast at me. And I turned around and I said, you just need to leave me alone. I can't help you. I'm really sorry, but I'm not, I'm, equipped to help you right now. You just need to leave me alone. And the calm I felt after that was great. I went back to my room, went to sleep. I still had weird things happen here and there, but if I ever felt that sort of energy, I would just say, you need to leave me alone, please go away. I can't help you. Um, Hmm. but yeah, I used to have, so without going into too much detail, when I was in in high school, um, <clears throat> we lost a, a friend and I always felt really bad that I didn't go to her funeral and um, all of that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. basically there was one night, not long after she passed that I had um, I had a dream about her where I was walking. So I was just walking through just, you know, almost kind of looked like a schoolyard, um, sat down on a bench and there was all these pink post-it notes and her favorite color was pink and whatever. I looked up and I saw her walking towards me and everyone else that was there just froze. So everything else in the background just completely froze. And, um, she handed me a pink post-it note. And then when I went to look down, um, To read it in the time that I've looked down to read it and then look back up again, she had disappeared. And then basically when I look back at the note, it was um it said something like, I'll always be up there. And so I followed like the line of sight. And for whatever reason, in this schoolyard, (laughs) because dreams, um, there was it came to a point where there was a lake, and at the end of the lake there was a mountain. And I looked up at the mountain and she was like, I could see her standing up at like the highest peak of there. And I like tried to, to go across to the other side. Like I swam across the little lake and, um, yeah, got to the other side, looked up again, and then she just kind of disappeared and I woke up and when I woke up, I just got goosebumps. Wow. Um, when I woke up, there was an orb of light in my room and I I like looked at it and so my door was closed. My windows were closed. There was literally no, there was no source of light that could have actually been in my room. And I was just like, what, like, what the fuck is happening? And I tried to, I tried to um, like rationalize it and I couldn't rationalize it. And then just like that, it, it faded. Wow. And that was, that was probably the most intense, like spiritual, um, like, I know it's not scary. Like, it's actually, it mm. was really pleasant. I never felt scared during that whole thing. But I was going to say, it sounds probably, really nice. Yeah. Um, very intense, but.
2: Yeah. yeah I had wow. um, a very similar thing that I won't go into too much detail just because I don't really want a lot of my stuff like this out there. But um, for the bare bones of it. I had a friend who um, was very. I mean, we were we were very close, and um, they went out one night, and um, they they got drugged and they never woke up.
0: Oh, Jordan, so I'm then, sorry.
2: No, that's no, all good. Um, so similar thing. I, I couldn't go to their wake. I couldn't go to anything. I just. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't hit me at first because I heard about it, and I just kind of was like, no, that like that didn't happen. And then I would just, like, had a moment of realization that night after I found out that I was just like, shit, it, it did happen. And my my friend's gone. So I had, like, a like a dream. Very similar. And we used to go to this little spot that I still go to now. It's one of my favorite spots. Um, It's like a beach area at the end of this long strip. If you know where I'm talking about, you'll know where I'm talking about. And we used to like sit there and we'll draw and we'll just talk shit and draw. And it, it was one of the best things I, I still think about it. And I go there all the time. And I absolutely love that spot. When she passed, I, I, I had a dream. And it was just me and her Cinder doing what we always did. But then I, I just look up and she's like going into the ocean. And I was like, come back and she just like looked back, shook her head and like did a little like blew a kiss, waved and walked straight in the
3: Aww.
2: rest in peace.
3: Aww. Rest in peace.
2: Aww. Yeah. No, she was amazing.
0: So I lost my nan recently. And I I've always felt really bad, you know, because for the last couple of years I haven't been able to see her because of COVID and just life getting in the way. And it's always kind of like eaten at me. And then it just it, it, it intensified tenfold after she passed away, obviously, cause I, I pretty much, you know, I've blown my chance to ever see her again. But anyway, and the other night, I had this weird dream and it was as real as ever. I remember being in absolute tears and I was in the house that we're living in now, but for whatever reason in that dream, that house, the house that we're living in was actually my Nan's house that we were living in. It was very strange. And, um, There was like these drawers with all these like photos of you know us as kids and stuff like that that she'd held quite dear and everything for whatever reason there was other people here and we're all crying and stuff like that i don't know it was just the weirdest thing because it was just like we knew that nana had died i don't know it's hard to explain kind of what happened and i just woke up bawling because it was like
2: i think yeah with stuff like this it's so important to talk about it and keep it, um, in your mind, you know, Mm. because, because that's how you don't let someone leave. You, you bring them up. You remember the good times, the bad times, and you, you keep hold of everything because you just want it to be real. And as long as you keep thinking about it and you keep talking about it, they're still somewhat there. Yeah. And I remember, um, I, I i got real bad i didn't leave the house like a couple months turned off my phone and like i yeah it was it was not a good time at all so um through that i would have have a friend who they, they were worried so they would come see me one day they're like you know you you'll get better you'll like forget about it and you'll move on and I really appreciated like the sentiment behind it,
3: mm.
2: but I strongly disagree with it. You don't forget. You don't get over it. It it becomes a part of you, and you learn to carry it with you. And it's just like another thing that you get to look back on, and just every now and then, when you're not in not in a great headspace or you're feeling bad, you can think of the times like that, and. Pulled you out of it a bit.
0: Well, That's getting serious.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys for cereals. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this 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 is a fun little romp. Now, fucking spooky shit. How about that?
3: Well, no. Look, so just just on that, there's definitely what I was going to say before. Like, there's some weird ass in our dreams. There is a really strong spiritual connection, and like even yeah. when. Like yep. I've been doing, like meditation and and that sort of stuff lately, as you guys know. But for those listening at home, um, <laughs> I've been doing some work with a shamanic healer who is amazing. But um, even through that, you could all be we could all be sitting in a room doing meditation, and obviously we've all got our own experiences, and we're all going to like see our own whatever. Like we're all going to have our own journey with it, but a lot of the times the themes are the same. So there'll be multiple people. Like when I went to one of these, um, meditation circle things, um, you know, I wasn't the only person whose first experience was seeing my, um, my child self like little Nadine and like, that's actually a really common experience. Same as sleep paralysis. They call it the old hag on the chest. And like we all share this same sort of, Experience. It's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, yeah I've had yeah. that before.
0: It's almost like yeah. because we're made of the same fucking stardust, literally. Like it's. No, we it's, swear we're not high. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this <so> <laughs> no, it's um. Uh, no,
2: I think it's really cool, though. I've, mm. I've um just like talking yeah. about shit like this. I have never actually had sleep paralysis, and it's not something I want. My mum used to get it really bad where she was like, yeah, it's someone holding her down and she can't move, can't do shit. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I open my eyes and I just see it, but I can't do anything. She's screaming, but nothing's coming out.
0: Well, you have the type of sleep paralysis where you wake up, but you're still in sleep paralysis and then you wake up again. And it's like you're in four or five levels of dreaming. It's (laughs) like inception style. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That is the worst when you think you're awake and then you try to get up and you're like, what again? Because you're consciously aware of what's going on.
3: Mm. Yeah. But you're
0: powerless to do anything. It's horrible. Horrible. All
3: right. How are we going to lighten the mood for our listeners?
2: Little horror, dumb dad joke time. Dad
3: joke. This is
2: one I used to get told all the time as a kid. My mum, when I would like, sometimes me and my mom and my sister would sleep in the same bed. I was like, because me and my sister are only 13 months apart. So I would, I would have been like maximum seven, eight. So there's this guy and he's trying to go to get a room in a hotel. Things are late. And he goes to the, the innkeeper there just at a little creaky desk. Do you have any rooms at all? And he's like, Look, um, we do, but the only room available is haunted. And this guy's very macho. He's like, fuck that shit. I'm fine. No one's better than me. I'm, I'm a god, essentially, you can't scare me. So, yeah, he was like, fuck. all right, so here's the room key, paid for the room, and he goes up there. And in the middle of the night, he's like a little water patter like almost like a very faint waterfall and he just keeps hearing if the log grows over we will die like a little tune that keeps singing if the log grows over we will die
1: what the fuck
2: yeah so he's like this is in my head it keeps getting louder if the log grows over we will die if the log rolls over, we will die. And it gets louder and more aggressive. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. Packs his suitcase, jumps out the window, throws a key in the door and away in. <laughs> and keeper was just like, I told the motherfucker. So then the second person arrives that night, a couple hours later, same situation. I really need a room. He's like, ah, oh, look, mate, we have one. It's haunted. He's like, I doubt that. He goes, nah, we had a guy jump out the window tonight. He's fine, but he couldn't stay the night. And he, this guy's like, whatever. This is this is clearly just some gimmick to up business. So he's like, all right, gives the key. Gets to about midnight. If the log rolls over, we will die. He's like, whatever. Keeps getting aggressive on the hour. If the log rolls over, we will die. Then it gets to about 3 o'clock and you hear the big bang. He's like... Wake him up, shouting aggressively, if the log rolls over, we will die. He's like, fuck this. Packs his bag, jumps out the window. So, <laughs> lastly, this couple they know comes how to in. Use the door. No, well, when you're scared, Jackie. <laughs> and I will say this isn't a true story as well, just <laughs> in case. <laughs> so, a so third couple walks into the hotel and they're like, we'll take a room. The guy's like, oh, all right, but. It's haunted, obviously, we're good. We're logical thinkers, you know. So it's like, all right, tell them the story. Um <laughs> and then the same thing happens. If log rose over, we'll die. So these people start following the sound. If the log is over, we will die. They keep following it. It's getting louder and aggressive. There's starting to be a panic in the voice. If the log roar is over, we will die. So they follow it to the bathroom. Yeah, some ants sitting on the, like a log in the toilet, using it as a treadmill.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking hell.
0: Jordan, that was the worst thing That was ever. fucking
1: awful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was more horrific. Get back.
1: <laughs> that was more horrific than any story we've told tonight. Wow. Jesus. Fucking hell. Look old. how
3: proud he is. I'm
2: sorry. Oh, the
1: hell oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
2: told me to bring the mood up. I'm, you guys love shit. I mean, so <laughs> <do> i <laughs> proudly yeah. so do our listeners. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to our creepy show. Uh, please follow us on Spotify. Like us on our socials please at IU like For cereals podcast. And Ask check me. out our website www.areyforcerials.com. Until next time. Bye. I and love you. <laughs>